Paul, we are jolly, and this is the Fat Packs Podcast brought to you by Ultra Pro. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. How you doing today? Man, it's been a day. It's been a long day, hasn't dude, it? Yeah, it's like one of these things that's like you, you take all the meetings we've had this morning. Yeah. You take the fact that we ate at Cadillac for lunch. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. what, the third best barbecue in, in whatever, the state of Texas, Texas right? Yep. And we ate a lot of food. And now we got to do this? Yep. Man, I'm tired, dude. You're tired? I'm tired, man. I'm tired, too. The good thing is uh, is that we've already done both of our interviews. Thank goodness for those people. Yes. <laughs> we, we've done both of our interviews. Uh, a little, little later in the show here, after this first first break, we're going to come back with uh, Ryan Bannister from RBI Crew 7. We sat down with him yesterday. We talked about his shop. We talked about National Hobby Shop Day. We talked about... Uh, all the things they're doing up there, man. Yeah, it's all crazy. the things they're stuff they're doing. He bought 17 LeBrons at that Chicago show that we went to. Jeez. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, so we talked to, to talk to Ryan. Then we'll come back after a break. And uh, we sat down with Lynn LaPlaca from uh, Ultra Pro, who came on to tell us about some new Ultra Pro products. And quite frankly, uh, there was some stuff that you and I really need to get a, our hands on. Oh, yeah, man. I was geeking out. Yeah, it, it's going to be a lot of fun when that stuff finally hits the shelves a little little early in uh, next year. So uh, th- that, that's coming up. Before we get to those, though, we're going to do new products and pricing. Paul, you got, you got a couple of, couple of pages over there. Dude, I got like five or six things, man. All right, let's it do it. It was a busy week. Um, it was Bowman Draft Week. Oh, okay. You know All what I'm saying? Yeah. 2017 Bowman Draft. Um, I mean, this stuff is just on fire. You know, you thought Panini basketball was Prism basketball was on fire last week, which is still on fire now. But this stuff is uh, is, is going to take some market share, that's for sure. Um, two, two two different ways you can get it this year. I think they had two different ways last year. But you got Bowman Super Jumbo, okay, and um, you're going to get five autos per pack or for or per box in those. Okay, right? they're going to run about two hundred and ten dollars uh, right. a box. And then they have Bowman Jumbo. So you have Jumbo and Super Jumbo. The regular Jumbo is going to run a one twenty five, going to get you three autos. Super Jumbo 5, regular 3. Okay? Okay. So there you go. Bowman Draft. Go grab it. Panini Elite Extra Edition Baseball. Okay? Oh, yeah. Panini Elite. Elite Extra Edition Baseball. Okay, Triple E. I got you. Yeah, Triple E. $9,500 a box, 10 to 11 hits. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. You're getting 7, 8 autos, 2, 3 mem. Wow. So, yeah. You can get anywhere from 9 to 11 hits. It's kind of a... For a hundred bucks, I mean, yeah. that's shoot. Why not? That is a, right? that's, a, that's a lot. Again, of it's a lot of the, the the draft guys, kind of like the Bowman's got a lot of the guys that you don't know yet, sure. or you may know, but you 
might might hit a, hit a couple in the future there. So Sweet, good stuff there. Those two guys are out. Um, Panini also released um, a football product. Panini Preferred ah, yeah. is out. Uh, about one eighty five a box. Kind of the upper end, yeah. Yeah, man, one eighty five a box, one pack, five cards. Um, but you're getting four autos. These got nice booklets in them too, right? Yeah, you get one booklet and uh, four autos, and one of those autos, at least one, is going to be an on-card silhouette, either a vet silhouette or a rookie silhouette. There you go. Okay. All right. So that's out and about. Grab that. And then uh, Panini followed up Prism with uh, Court Kings. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. They got yeah. that kind of crazy psychedelic kind of design going on. You know, sure. people people digging it. Um, got short print on the rookies uh, throughout there. So there's like three different levels of rookies and stuff. So they got a lot going on in there. Cheap product, sure. Seventy five bucks. All okay, right. all right. Seventy five bucks. You're gonna get um, you get one pack. Um, uh, I don't know how. I think it's about I think it's about eight eight to ten cards. I don't have that right in front of me. But I think it's one pack, eight to ten cards, uh, and you get one box topper. I, you know what? This is we've been on a box topper run. We have been on a box topper run. You're right. <laughs> so um, you get your box topper. You're gonna get one auto, one mem, and you're gonna get two rookie cards. Seventy five bucks a box. Not bad, right before Christmas, uh, ladies. If you're listening. Go, uh, go, go! Get your husbands and kids some of that stuff, or get yourself some if you're a lady collector. You they, hey, so they're out there. They're out there. Yeah. All right, uh, new pricing wise, just got three things here. Um, Tops Gallery, which is a retail only, right? Yeah, yeah, one of those. Uh, yeah. I don't remember if it's Walmart or Target, but yeah, it's one of those retail Re- retail only, only yep. uh, Tops Gallery. Nice looking product, man. Yeah, we broke we broke some of that. It was nice, nice looking. Uh, Bowman High Tech. That's okay. a that's. That's uh, prospects, right? Yeah, we, yeah, we just we discussed yeah, a little that. Yeah, prospects. Yep, yep. And then finally, uh, upper deck Goodwin Champions is oh, also nice. done. So nice. uh, good job, Brian. And then uh, I believe uh, Panini Illusions Football, yeah, is done, and uh, Panini Playoff Football, I believe, is also done. Sweet. So I got. Are, uh, uh, well, they'll be done by tomorrow. By the time. By the I time got. Uh, what did I get done? Oh, uh, it's been out for a little while, but I. I I just had to wait. There wasn't a lot of market information on it. Okay. Uh, 2017 Upper Deck Team Canada Juniors. Ah, the junior guys. Yeah, so that got done. and I, The wee ones. <laughs> the wee ones. A new product that also came out that we missed was uh, 2017 Upper Deck Team Canada. Oh, that's right. You did You did tell me that. Was that right. came out, uh, but it's a, it can, it's a Canadian exclusive. Okay. So, to be honest with you, I didn't even know it. it that's right. That's right. It kind of snuck I, up on you. I was like, what, what, what is this? <laughs> And then uh, Black Diamond finally came out as well. So. Okay, good. good and then also update, if you haven't seen uh, December 13th, so just next week, or the next Wednesday, should bring us the final 2016-17 product from Upper Deck, uh, Upper Deck Black that uh, Carlin wow. was on with us at the uh, that's right, at that's the Toronto right. show. You said that it got pushed back, and they, they pretty much scrapped it and started all over. Right, right. Because they, did, they weren't happy with the quality of the product. So, uh I told him on that show, you know, thanks for doing that. Good, good, good catch on that. And uh, so it's finally going to hit stores on December 13th. Sweet. So it should be the bomb. Should be the bomb. Good deal. The bomb. I don't, can you say bomb on a plane? No. You don't say bomb on a plane. No, you don't say anything like that. You don't say little Uzi on a plane either. You don't say little Uzi on a plane. No, All right. Uh, have you seen, before we get, we jump into our first interview, Yeah. have you seen this, uh, this, Unreleased 1998 select pinnacle uh, certified baseball cards that have hit the market. Yeah, I saw some of those. I saw uh, I saw a couple pictures of the Jeters and uh, some Griffies and stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 funny when when companies stop making a product or the companies go under, and sure. you just you wonder, right? Because they're always a, a year ahead, right? So what happens to those cards that are there? Right. So clearly, these were stored away somewhere, and uh, 
somebody's got him out. So uh, this is from Ryan Crack. Now, who who was in the office? We were going to have him on the podcast a little later, but he's in a meeting. It is meeting day, man. It is meeting day. Actually, if we can stretch this for another 20 minutes, we might be able to get him on. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, he's he's in a meeting. Um but we're this is uh, we were trying to get them on the podcast, but this will have to do right now. When Pinnacle Brands went under in 1998, the bankruptcy came suddenly to some. Several products were working their way through the production pipeline in varying states of completion. Okay. Some of those unreleased 1998 Pinnacle baseball sets were almost done, at least to the point where they were actually printed. Hmm. Not surprisingly, a small number of those cards have surfaced on the secondary market in the two decades since the company closed. Usually, it's a trickle coming to the light <clears throat> here and there. As a sizable stash of unreleased 1998 Select, not 1998 Pinnacle Certified, and 1998 Epics Baseball have landed on eBay. I love, Ep- I liked Epics a lot. Oh, that's good. Yeah, all that stuff was good. It's really cool. Yeah, really cool. Um, and player collectors are circling, hoping to fill some gaps with cards that are near mythical in scarcity. That's, that's true for most of the stuff. Yeah, because that's something I can't imagine that... Um you know, here at Beckett, that we'll even catalog that stuff. Yeah. I would imagine because there's probably no complete checklist or even right. any proof that there would be all those cards that actually existed. Exactly. So, yeah, It'd be, and that's a tough one. Be a tough one to put together. Listed on consignment through PWC, the 1998, 1998 Pinnacle Bankruptcy Test Issue cards highlight a couple of different brands with base cards, parallels, and inserts. Leading the early bidding is a 1998 Pinnacle Certified Mirror Gold Derek Jeter, nice. which quickly surged past $3,000. I bet it did. Not far behind is a rare, uh, select rare for- form, King Griffey Jr. Well over a dozen cards have surpassed $500 already. Wow. Bidding doesn't end until Wednesday, December 13th, so next week. Next week. Uh, in total, PWC has 50, PWCC has 50 listings of the post-bankruptcy Pinnacle cards. Most are singles, but there are some of their some three card lots and sets of unreleased 1998 epics inserts. This is the most unique and intriguing assembly of modern cards we've we've brokered in recent years," said PWCC's Brent Hugens. Hagens, offering offerings like this simply don't surface very often, which is very true. Completely, well, completely true. Yeah. As per company policy, uh, he wasn't. Able to reveal who the consigner was, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. But but did say that he, what is currently listed is all of their collection as far as he understood. In case you were wondering what might have been with the 1998 certified baseball and 1998 select baseball, here are some of the samples from the PWCC auction. All right, so go uh, check that out on the Beckett homepage. It's got links to all these cards that are up and uh, yeah, you, opening you for You player big. collectors, man. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with this. I love these Epics cards, man. It's Dig them. Dig them a lot. It's good stuff. It's like uh, not going to be too many of them floating around, that's for sure. Yeah, not not too many. There's that. And then um, have you seen this new uh, piece that we're doing? Uh, Mr. Scott Bedgood has the rights to, I believe, with the Kid Collector of the Week. I did not see that. This is a pretty cool little thing. You mean that they we're, didn't come get me for the... Uh, <laughs> I think there's, a, I think there's, there's an a, age limit cutoff. Probably a weight limit. <laughs> Man, it might be a weight limit. But uh, Kid Collector of the Week, Nolan from Aurora, Colorado. I'll give you one guess what card shop he goes to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't think of the name of it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Man, this is a cool piece. I don't want to read it, uh, spoil it for you, but I want to encourage you to go check it out, man. We say it all the time. Uh, this hobby is going to survive when the kids get into it. Right. That's right. So... Uh, this is a new piece that uh, we're going to feature on the Beckett homepage, and 
I hope you guys uh, go check it out and have fun with it because uh, and if you have a kid, if you know a kid that that should be nominated for Kid Collector of the Week, there you go. Let us know, or you can email Scott at uh, sbedgood at, at uh, beckett.com, and we will get as many of these can many of these kids featured. I'm uh, looking forward to this and in, going into the future. It's gonna be if fun. We get a couple of them on the podcast. Yeah, that might be fun. Might be fun. That might stuff. be fun. We've had a few uh, few munchkins on. Yeah, we've had we've had a few. Sometimes you got to prep them yep. a little bit, but a little bit. but they do they do well. All right, uh, that's going to be it for our first segment. Uh, man, I, I'm kind of disappointed, but I it's just going to have to be this way. Okay. Last night I advertised that we were going to power rank our three favorite Christmas songs. We can do it, man. Are you think we can? We can, we can I, I want to do it properly though, with we, the we, songs in the background and oh, all that you stuff. Do the, oh, okay. I want right. to do it if the proper way. Yeah, if you want to do it like that, then yeah. I want to do the proper way, and with just the amount of meetings that we've had today, we're, we're running out of time. Yeah, we just we're just running out of time. So, uh, all right, we're so gonna, next week, next week we're gonna power rank top three Christmas songs each, right? From each, yeah. Each, and see yeah. if we overlap any, which I don't think we're going to. I don't. I honestly no, we're not. I don't think. I don't think we're going to. It's not even gonna come close. <laughs> Probably not. So if we expanded it to ten, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's three. That's not yeah. gonna happen. No, that's not gonna happen at all. All right, so uh, we're gonna take our first quick break. We're gonna come back on the other side with uh, Ryan Bannister from RBI Crew Seven. You guys hang tight. We'll be right back. Hello, my name's Eli. You're listening to Becca Wedel. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. And joining us on the phone for the second time this year. Jeez, uh, the first time was way back in January or February, I think. Well, it's like bookending the year for us. We yeah, start the year and end the year. He's definitely, do it. We're definitely bookending the year, the year here. But uh, our friend and your friend from RBI Crew 7, Ryan Bannister, was on the phone with us. What's up, Ryan? How you doing? Great, man. Great. Thanks for having me. How are you guys? We're doing real good. Uh, as Paul mentioned off air, it's getting cooler here. So uh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. That 85 <laughs> on Monday was just atrocious, man. You get in your car and like you, you look at the thermometer and it says 87 degrees and you get in your car and you turn on the radio and it's singing Jingle Bells. It just doesn't seem right. Yeah, you the, know? The, spirit, right. the spirit did not arrive until Tuesday when... <laughs> yeah, when uh, finally he blew in. When, when, the, when the cold front came in. So uh, speaking of cold front... You guys up there are. You just had your uh, your grading reveal that you did earlier today, but you guys have been uh, doing some some big submissions, and uh, that's pretty cold itself because that's pretty damn cool. What what have you guys gotten back lately that uh, that's kind of wowed you? Oh man, wow me! Uh, a lot of cards lately. Uh, probably the coolest one that really wowed me was a Mount Cut nine five ten from Tops. I want to say it was museum or tier, and. Uh, I'm a big cut collector myself, so a nine five ten on cuts is hard to come by, and that one uh, that one really wowed me. I see a lot of great stuff: Jordan autos, LeBron, obviously. I don't know if you guys know, I'm a huge LeBron guy. By the post of LeBron autos, I pick up all the time, but those always wow me. But I always have a spot for cuts like that. So anytime I see that, I actually just had my satchel page on one SB legendary cuts come back in nine five nine to match my Jackie. So I was pretty excited about that. But we get several hundred of cards and this last order like i just told you it was 272 cards just finished up in time to come give you guys this phone call so again apologize i was two minutes late you're fine <laughs> you're fine on that um so while we're talking about it why don't you give our listeners the details on your group submission just in case they they don't have that and they would like to get some cards graded through you guys how, how do they go about contacting you guys sure sure uh we well, can reach us on uh, instagram facebook or twitter or you can contact our shop, follow us by uh, one of those venues, or you can rbicrew7.com. 
It is plain and simple. We do 10-day orders. We do them every other month, which is on a trade night, which we do five to six times a year. We do our best to make them six. Our next one will be in January, date to be determined, but probably later January. However, it is $14 a card, a dollar in auto. It's $2 a card for shipping from to and from back and the supplies we offer you guys, and then prorated insurance based on what you want to trim for. And then if you have to have it shipped back, we then charge you costs on shipping back to you. So it's a pretty easy process. We handle everything. I don't know how many thousand we did in the past year, but I know it was probably upwards of 3,000 cards we took in in the past year by only doing it uh, six to seven times a year. And then we do quite a bit on our own as well. But pretty easy process. Get a hold of us. We make it really easy and painless on you. We take care of filing everything. And uh, knock on wood, out of doing it for several years now, we've never had an issue whatsoever. There you go. There you go. That's awesome. Um, everybody's always yep. looking for a group submitter because oh, they, yeah. the process, I mean, honestly, the process can be a little convoluted if you're doing it on your own. Yep, it can So be. Uh, having a guy like, like Ryan here with RBI Crew 7 that, that has the process down and knows what he's doing, I mean, you can't go wrong with something like that, right? It takes takes the, uh, the oh. hassle out of it. Yeah, take, yep. takes the hassle out of it. And you save a few bucks. Yeah, I, I, I treat, I treat their, their cards better than I treat mine because I'm responsible. So I, I very... I stress very hardcore with this. So I definitely, if you're listening, your card, I treat better than mine, and I treat mine pristine. So when you're when it's in my possession, trust me, it goes into a safe. It's a system that works perfect. Awesome. Good deal. Get there behind that then. There you go. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> we, uh, we did see you at the Chicago show, uh, as, as you mentioned off air. I was sick as a dog, and I think everybody knows that because uh, – I had a lot of interviews set up, and you were first on my list, actually. You were the only person I actually contacted before the show to get you set up for this. And, uh, again, thank you for coming on on short notice and making this happen this week. But uh, how did the Chicago show go for you? How, you had a lot, you had a big display there, man. How did you do? Uh, we, we did well. Uh, we did not hit our goal. We came up close. Uh, however, I did hit a goal, as, you, as I mentioned, my love for LeBron autos. My goal on that trip was to pick up five LeBron Cavaliers autos from, okay. obviously, Upper Deck. I picked up 17. How so many? 17. 17 LeBron Cavaliers autos. My Good. goal was five. I picked up seven the first night on Thursday before the show started. Wow. Oh, yeah. man. So you could have gone home Friday that morning goal, and been happy. What's that? You could have gone home Friday morning and been happy. Uh, my wife would have been happy if I came <laughs> on Friday morning. So. <laughs> my, it was my birthday weekend, so uh, my birthday was on that Saturday, so I, we all went out to uh, dinner. It was like 19 of us, so I had a good time there. But it was a great trip. I, I enjoy it more to get to see guys across that travel in for it. Uh, again, our number goal wasn't hit, but our our pickup goal, I, I was very pleased with the, the show, everything. I was looking forward to our interview, but I was more looking forward to not getting sick for me, so I appreciate that. <laughs> so, uh, but it was great. I, I love that show. I, as much as I'm a St. Louis sports fan and I cannot like Chicago sports, I think Chicago, without a doubt, is my favorite city to go to. Just the atmosphere, the food, everything, I, I enjoy it. So I do look forward to going two to three times a year. Yeah, that's an awesome show, man. I'd never been to that show before. I don't think Eric had been there either. No, of course, no. he really did, still hasn't been at the show no, really <laughs> since uh, being sick. Yeah. But yeah, it was a great show, man. It's a great feel up there. I love the national, um, and then this this had a national feel to it. So it's awesome, man. It was a great show. Yeah, it does. It, it gives me that little itch like I'm at national, but it's not as I don't have to work as hard. I get to I get to relax a little bit. National is nonstop work for us, which is great. We're blessed for it. Yeah, that, the national actually we had actually talked about having you on there but man every time we we we, tr- we cross paths we were both so busy that it just didn't happen either on the beckett side or on your side and uh so 
we missed each other there, but we're here. And uh, man, you're doing something cool next week. Well, I guess it's this weekend actually. You're doing a, you're part of the National Hobby Shop Day. Tell us what that is and uh, what what's that going to bring to RBI Crew Seven. Oh uh, well, it's GTS Distributions putting it on. Um, I, I Rick Carbon got us to do. We're we're actually thrilled to do it. I actually spoke with him a little bit ago. Pretty much, we, again, we do trade nights. This is not a typical trade night that lasts at ten or eleven at night. Uh, it's going to be from noon to five in our shop this Saturday. We're going to order pizza, drinks, all that stuff, which will be provided. Uh, GTS is reimbursing us for that, which is outstanding. So we thank them for that as much as everything else they're doing. Um, pretty much, what the promotion we're doing is a football promotion, and it starts officially Saturday. You guys might have heard of this guy. His name's Sean Watson. Uh, wow. We did get a since we spent enough in the bracket, we got this. Uh, we got a signed jersey of Deshaun Watson to give away. And it'll start officially Saturday, so all you have to do is every $25 you spend in any football product on the shelf, you get a ticket into the drawing. This will last until the end of December. And what on that Saturday, if you can event coming, you'll get double tickets. On top of it, you're going to get promotional packs that GTS is shipping us. Uh, we will be giving those out as well for every $25 purchase. You'll be getting a, um, a free pack. So outstanding what they've done i actually did speak in my rap a little bit ago he did tell me they're sending us some extra bonuses to give away as well and we've got some stuff to give away as well on our end so from noon to five this saturday come on out if you're local if you want to travel in you can come buy sell and trade with people here as well i'm sorry twitter's going off on my phone right now speak it's been shining so um but that's pretty much it in a nutshell. I, I'm glad they're doing it. I know several shops that are friends with them doing it. I think it's a great way for people to come out and support their local card shop. I know it's a very large list of names on there, and I think it's something that we will do. We will, on our end, we'll continue to do every year. I think it will grow as uh, time goes on. That's all. I got two words for you, Eric. What's that? Road trip. Road trip. Road trip. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> that sounds like so it's much fun, hard. man. That sounds funny. like so much fun. This is uh, this was a brainchild of uh, Rob Bertrand, who who is our uh, buddy, our buddy, yeah, the voice of collector. Uh, guys, uh, again, if you're not aware, please go and vote for the trading card, uh, end of the year trading card awards. There's going to be a joint show between uh, Go GTS Live and us here at the Fat Packs on the 28th to announce the winners for that. But this this National Hobby Shop Day was his brainchild, and he's really proud of it, which he should be because it sounds like a good time. And uh, yeah, a road trip wouldn't be a bad idea. If you could, if you could talk to my wife and swing that, then yeah, we have talked to Mike because my anniversary weekend, so <laughs> okay. it's even worse for me. <laughs> it's, not, it's, yeah. it's good to I'm dream. A, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna stay away from that one. I don't tell my wife. Right? <laughs> I told her I would not be going. I said this is my train night. I'll be done at five o'clock, honey. So, uh, so that was uh, she got the obviously. Uh, no trade night, and I promise her no December, and I kept it that way. Just we've got so much going on with holidays. I'm sure you guys do as well, especially if you've got an anniversary. You probably shouldn't be doing anything card-related. That's that's advice I'm going to give people in the air. Yeah, there you go. That's great advice. <laughs> Relationship advice with Rod, yeah. Ryan Bannister if you need it. and just There you go. Tune in every week for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's the only thing I can say is that National lately falls every year on my – my dating anniversary of my wife and her birthday. So that never, it always, at least she understands it's her biggest week of the year. I have a great wife. She's awesome. So, but it never seems to fall right. And I always miss her birthday. I think this past year I did not. I was home in time. So that was good. Very nice. Good job. Good job. Good job. I, I got to ask you about the Rams, man. They've been gone for a year, well, two, sec, two seasons now. How has that, mm-hmm. how has that affected uh, football collecting in your shop or in the St. Louis area? Um, I was from, 
Oh, it's Andy Simmons. First off, I'm a Philadelphia diehard Vikings fan, so I don't have to worry about them not being here. Let's just say that. I'm happy with my team's out right now. But onto the Rams, um, that actually, I don't think it's really changed. I noticed that people collected football cards, still collect football cards. Not many people steered away from the Rams. It, it's it, it was a sad situation that happened. It was it was hard for St. Louis, and uh, they are missed. I, I can tell that right now. But as far as the hobby goes, it, it really comes down to how great the draft class is, what players are in it, what they're doing. Obviously, 16 products are still hot because that guy named Carson Wentz is in it. 17 mm-hmm, yep. has been solid this year, unfortunately, with Deshaun Watson going down. But guys like Alvin Kamara other guys who are strengthening the, the product, obviously. So I, I think it's really geared towards the productivity of the players slash rookies, not let alone the team that was here. Um, I tell you right now, back in late 90s, early 2000s, this town was diehard Rams everything, the greenish on turf. And when you start putting a product on the field for years and years and years, you're going to lose fans. I mean, and if you're paying that money and you're going to watch a losing team, you can't can't be upset with them. I always want to watch the Rams when they're playing my Vikings, and I always watch my Vikings beat up on them. So it was great. <laughs> Very nice. You got to be excited then if you're a Vikings fan. What are they? Ten and two, oh. eleven and two. Ten and two, five, number one seed in the NFC right now. I can tell you everything you want to know. How much time you got? Man, that guy Case Keenum. Man, who who would have thunk? Did Did you just Case Keenum, who was a former Ram, who I did get to see play, and I am. I am shocked with that, but I also am not shocked at the same time. Sometimes it just takes the right player in the right system. And you know what? He doesn't make mistakes. And when you don't make mistakes, you win football games, especially when you have a defense that strong. Sorry if you're not a Vikings fan and you're a Packers fan listening to this right now, but <laughs> they are a tough team to beat, and they're a complete team this year. With Case Keenum at quarterback, yes, I will say it right now. No, and the crazy thing is they lost Dalvin Cook so early in the year, and they haven't missed a beat. You know, yep, because they signed Latavius Murray prior to the draft, and Murray was supposed to be the guy, and they were thrilled to get Cook when they got him in the draft. So, with uh, McKinnon's been in the system since 2014, right? Uh, it's uh, sorry, I know we're getting off other subjects here, but when you talk when I'm talking Vikings, I'm, I'm a little happy. This is a great <laughs> year for me. I, uh, hopefully, we get home field advantage in the seat because if we go to this thing called the Super Bowl, it's in Minnesota this year. So. so. Let's let's get back on the cards then because uh, yeah. there's 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 no football in your you don't, in your. You don't like the Vikings? I, I love the Vikings. <laughs> I love the Vikings. Hitman Hitman is my is my dude. Harrison Smith. Uh, oh, Hitman's my guy. That's my jersey. I actually uh, got jersey just ordered for my son for Christmas. Nice. So Hitman's the man. <laughs> Very nice. Now you got to make sure your son doesn't listen to this before before Christmas. There you go. <laughs> Uh, he's 15 months. If he picks up on it, then I'm going to be a rich man because my kids are genius. That's nice. true. There you go. Very nice. Uh, let's talk about hockey, man. Uh, how do, how is the hockey market there? The, the Blues are hot. Jaden Schwartz is like the top. Was he top five in the league in scoring right now? How is that uh, translating to uh, the hobby side of the world? How do you how do you see that? Um, you know what? The Blues are playing outstanding hockey, and the Blues fans are so diehard and loyal. As far as we're not talking in cards. Throwing out every game. I mean, they're just great fans. Uh, the card market, I've noticed it's taken a hit. Years ago, Vladimir Tarasenko was the hottest thing, and we couldn't keep a single Tarasenko in stock. Sure. No, I mean, like, as great as Jaden Schwartz is playing, yeah, we're selling their cards. But I noticed three years ago it was a much hotter market. I, I don't know why that is because they're playing outstanding hockey, as you mentioned. Uh, from what I've paid attention to it, again, hockey is my my, my, my slow point, but who is not here is Neil. Neil has got to run the shop right now. He is a diehard hockey fan, so he can talk hockey with you I all day. But, I, again, from our standpoint, 
Uh, product wise, again, goes back to the class, obviously, and uh, obviously we don't have an Austin Matthews kind of David. We have some other young guys that are decent, but uh, products definitely reflect, obviously, the same with football. But as far as back to the Blues thing, it has not been the same, but again, maybe if I carry more than what I have, maybe I don't have the right stuff. Uh, that could be a lack on my end. I don't know. I just, I just noticed our sales in that department aren't as much as they were years ago. Yeah. Well, interesting. That, that is an interesting uh, thought process because St. Louis, they do have a great hockey team, and I know that their fans are diehard, but uh, to, that's, that's interesting to hear that they're, that's not really translating to cardboard. I don't know if that's a price point thing or uh, maybe you're not carrying the right stuff. I don't, I don't know, but uh, yeah. it, it could be a, a combination of things. Uh, being a card shop owner, and we're coming up on the end of the year here, what have been the best products for you in your, sh- in your shop uh, in 2017? Oh, man. Uh, there's so many. The football, I definitely have to give it to XR by Panini. Oh, really? I, when yeah. it first came out, I ordered. It was a first-time product. I didn't know how it was going to go, so I ordered very little. And now we're seven cases in later. We're over 100 boxes sold in our shop. Um, customers love it. We've had so many incredible one-on-ones pulled. I think the product is great looking. Outside of that, I noticed, obviously, we're in 2017, but 2016 Bowman's Best Baseball and the new 2017 is releasing in a few weeks. That was another super hot one. Uh, up until Judge got super hot, the prices went up on it. But, man, we could not keep that stuff in stock. So I would have to give those two, for baseball and football, our best-selling products of 2017 in our shop, no doubt. Very nice. Like I said, I mean, the, uh, the football stuff has good bang for your buck right there. Yeah. Because you know, it had a lot of hits mm-hmm. for a good price point. So Yeah, it wasn't bad. Kudos yep. to Penny. Yep. And, a, and a touch another one, uh, a company called Hits Cards, Hits Memorabilia, HitsCards.com. My buddy Gary does a product every two months, roughly, and those four cases are usually sold out within a day or two. I mean, so that's another product that he produces. Uh, we just got royalty and did really well. That is a hot-selling product for us in our shop. Our customers love it. He does a great job with the design and the price point. Incredible. You and I have talked about Hits Memorabilia uh, mm-hmm. through messaging. I do like the products. Uh, they're, they're, they're fun. They're, it's, not, it's not your typical stuff that you're getting from the, from the bigger guys. Um, what drew you to the to hits to to initially bring that into your shop? How how that come about? Well, uh, well, obviously when we started years ago it was YouTube, and Gary was on YouTube and he started doing YouTube custom cards of just fellow people on the YouTube. The YouTube team was really strong before all the Facebook groups, the Instagram, everything. And Gary would produce these cards, so we all started doing it. Well, then Gary found a niche and started getting more into it. Uh, the one thing I love what Gary does, if you go to his website. Every piece of memorabilia he has, he has pictures, multiple of them, all the proper documentation. You can see what exactly that item is from exactly with multiple pictures on the player. Website's awesome. So when customers pull something, they're like, wow, what's this part of? Hey, let's go to the website. Let's look. Oh, well, this is from this. Everything is proper documentation from the correct places. May it be MLB.com, NFL, you know, uh, auction sites, stuff like that. But the design of it and the fact that the price point, my customers love it. They open it up. They don't ever feel like they got a loser. I know, and I know in this industry, hey, there, there's not always going to be a winner. If there was, then it's obviously priced too low. But Gary, I, I can hands out say, produces a product that my customers feel happy leaving. There's some incredible looking cards. And uh, I'm not just plugging because he's a friend. I mean, I, I stand by his product. I stand by what he does. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it a lot too. It's a, uh, 
I've tried to convince Paul for us to buy some uh, us together, but uh, so I'm a traditionalist. He's a traditionalist. Yeah, but I like I like the products. I think they're awesome. Um, Speaking of awesome, you have a three day show coming up in April. Tell us about that, man. How how can folks be a part of this? Okay, well, it is April 20th through the 22nd in 2018 at the Machinist Hall, which is uh, on St. Charles Rock Road. We're talking 10 to 15 minutes from the airport max, give or take, on life and traffic. Uh, this is a show that years ago was a such a dominant three-day show for the 90s and up to the mid-2000s. The former promoter, they, I don't know what happened, they broke off. And then Ron Estes, the promoter now, and Ray Isham, who I'm going into with, They've been promoting a one-day show at Machinist the past two years, which the next one coming up is next Sunday, uh, December 16th, which for the one-day. But the three-day was something that we've talked about, but we didn't know if we wanted to do because we're not big in the autograph game. We're really trying to keep it towards the card collectors. And I told them, if I'm going to do this with you guys, I will knock out the ballpark and social media. I'll keep the word out. I said, this is what I want if I want to do this. I want a show that's 50-50. 50% vintage and 50% modern. Because some of these shows get put on that are heavily one or the other. I want a good balance for any collector. And we've, we definitely established that. We've got collectors from across the U.S. Over 100 tables. I want to say we're at 115. Uh, we sold out, once we made it apparent, we sold out in three weeks. We have a waiting list of 10 to 15 people right now trying to get into this show. Wow. And we sold, we advertised right before National. And on top of it, we've got Jeremy uh, Gaming Confirmation. Beckett will be there to RCR on site. So we'll card review. Uh, Charles Stabile will be coming with uh, one or two graders. So we will have that option for people to come in, travel in. Hey, you want to get your cards graded? Beckett's here to do that for you. And I'd like to also talk to him about possibility of getting off that Beckett authentication here as well. So um, a lot of things still in the works, but the show, everybody is excited. Actually, I was talking to other people at the Chicago show those last week, and people were like, What's going on your St. Louis show? Everybody's talking about it in the room, which is outstanding to hear. And we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg as far as advertisement. We're actually going to be advertising with you guys and some Beckett magazines uh, the month leading up to it. We've, we've definitely gone over and beyond. We priced the table, I believe, at one and a quarter a table, 100 each additional for eight foot tables. I, I Again, I'm, uh, the promoter runs all that. I kind of handled the social media, getting guys in, getting Beckett there. Uh, it's three guys, three heads, and we're all into it together. We all offer great aspects. He's a big vintage. They're big vintage, penance, and I'm modern. So I, I don't know if you can tell. I'm really excited for it. I cannot wait. Um, 2018 couldn't get here fast enough for this show, and I, I don't I don't see this. I see this one going on every year. I see this being the first of many ahead of us. Nice. Sounds like all you're missing are the fat packs. Yeah, it sounds like all you're missing <laughs> is the fat packs. I promise I won't be sick this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe you guys, yeah, I think you guys should come in. I was also going to say that, but I got a lot of answer. But I, I think you got the awesome guys to make. I know we talked last year about you guys trying to come to our uh, trade weekend that yeah, uh, we had right. back at RCRing at in May of uh, last year, which we're going to push this trade weekend to June uh, because we just don't want to go back to back months. But I'd love if you guys could come in and be there on site. I think that'd be incredible to have you guys on site. That is a Jeremy question. So if you want to, if you want to shoot that to Jeremy, and oh, uh, I'd be more than happy. Yeah. I'll call, I can call Jeremy today if you want. Let's get perfect. Jeremy, Jeremy's a great guy, man. Yeah. I, I definitely enjoy our conversations, and I'm glad the friendship that me and him have, have made. He's an awesome guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Great. Awesome. All right, man. Uh, we're going to get you out of here because we've got another interview coming up with uh, Lynn from cool. Ultra Pro. But we want to say thank you for uh, joining us. And uh, uh, don't be a stranger, man. we we got to do this more than twice a year. Hey, hey you guys hit me up, hey. 
I, I, you guys need me be on. You call me. I really appreciate it again. Uh, again, Neil, wish you could be on. If we do it earlier, Neil can make it. But uh, I, I don't get to come into work early anymore with my son. So, right. so uh, Neil gives his best to both of you guys and everybody listening. Uh, he is the backbone of this business. A lot of people know that. Uh, Neil's awesome and uh, definitely didn't want to get off the air without saying hi, Neil. <laughs> Hey Perfect. Neil, thanks for uh, thanks for sitting this one out and and working the shop. So uh, Ryan can join player. us here. next time. Neil, it's you. We're, we're going to kick Ryan to the curb. It's going to be Neil. There you go. Sounds good. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I, I'll be I'll be biting my fingernails waiting to hear what he had to say. Nice. <laughs> All right, stuff. man. Thanks for joining us, bud. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. This is Pat Nishak, winner of the 2017 World Baseball Classic, and you're listening to Beckett Radio with Fat Packs. All right, guys, uh, back after that quick break, that was Ryan Bannister from RBI Crew 7. If you need him, uh, go check out his uh, group submissions because he's, he's definitely got his uh, system down. And uh, look for that show coming up in April of next year, but it's April a three-day show. It's, gonna, it's supposed to be pretty banging. So uh, right now we're going to move on to our special guest. It's, it's always uh, – She's it's a always, real pro, isn't she? She's, a real, she's an ultra pro, if you will. She, oh, there you uh, go. <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> she has been in the hobby for uh, – for a while, she knows what she's talking about. We we had her on at the industry summit, but we're happy to have her back because we are in the middle of the twelve days of Ultra Pro. Lynn Laplaca from Ultra Pro is joining us. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm doing wonderful today. Happy holidays to you guys. It's it's getting exciting. You can feel the, the energy in the air. <laughs> you no. can, and it was finally fifty degrees like today, so that's so good he, for us. So yeah. here, what, I, I, this is a stupid question. It always comes up, but what's the weather like where you're at? Because that's how we gauge the holiday season. Because, like Paul said, it's finally fifty degrees here. You're in, you're in the greater Los Angeles area, correct? Uh, we are, and so today is um, what is today? Today is the sixth, right? right. Yes, of, ma'am. of December, and it will be eighty degrees. Oh. And, <laughs> and and all of the west coast of California is on fire. That is uh, <laughs> yeah, that is so sad. That is a we, sad thing. We, so it's so our weather has is very smoky, and uh, obviously our thoughts and prayers go out to the people that are Absolutely. being affected by these fires right now. Yes, ma'am. But uh, it's still it's eighty degrees. That's just that's, <laughs> that was us on Monday. Now that was us on Monday. Now we're in the, yeah the yeah. Uh, normal normal Christmas weather. So uh, thanks for that. And I'm sorry that it's uh, eighty degrees and the, and the West Coast is on fire. <laughs> but, um, again, thoughts and prayers for all those families. Is that affecting yes. uh, you guys in your area? The fire. Um, it's just a smoke right now, but we do have a lot of uh, colleagues that are that are close to us that are in that area right now. So oh, no. Um, oh, we're no. just keeping eyes on on everybody. So yes. right now, everyone is safe. Awesome. Good, good, That's good, good to know. All right, let's talk about uh, what, let's talk about what Ultra Pro is doing because uh, we were talking to Frank off air. If you guys don't know Frank Whitaker, he's he's another longtime hobby legend, and uh, he's been at uh, Ultra Pro for a while since the beginning and, and and knocking things out. But he said he's you guys got some new stuff coming out. One one thing he particularly mentioned was a collector's case. It sounded awesome. You said you have a picture of it in front of you. Describe what it is. So it's got a, a it's a carrying case, very similar to our gaming style case. It's a zippered product. It's the depth on it is a little bit deeper, so it will accommodate putting your uh, ball square in there, um, uh. or it will hold you know your puck squares. Uh, Top loaders, uh, one one touches. It'll also accommodate you know 100 plus boxes, so everything can put in there with your portfolio and zip the lid. And so it's one whole. If you decide you wanted to go to a show, you put all your favorite things in there. You can carry it all together right over your shoulder. 
Perfect. That's easy, right? Yeah. Because you see guys yeah. coming into shows with like these big, huge black bags and all that other stuff. Yeah. And you can get everything right it's, there in one thing. That's nice. The, the, the great thing about this product is that it's modular in design. So it's, it's definitely, you can adjust it. So you can remove the dividers to make it a bigger pocket or a smaller pocket to hold snugly whatever it is that you, that you want to put in there. So it's, a, it's definitely, the perfectness of, about it is that it's modular. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That sounds like something I could even get my, my kids. You sure. know what I mean? They got their cards all <laughs> over the place. They got them in boxes. They got them in holders. They got them everywhere. So... Maybe it's something to think about. Keep them all together. Yeah, this uh, I want to mention something here. That was the first time ever in the history of the Fat Packs that the word "snugly" has been used on, <laughs> on the show. True. That is true. It's so great that, that we got true. a first time here. That is true. That is so awesome. Um, you guys. Uh, One of the other features that that uh, Frank added to it was um, besides the strap that goes over your shoulder, he actually hand uh, put a handle on it so it could be held like a suitcase or a briefcase. Oh, sweet. So. So, yeah, maybe you just get a pair of handcuffs and snap your wrist to it, and that way you don't lose any of your important there cards, you go. right? There you, go. you just walk through the That's airport. I've seen that at shows before. Yes. Guys walk around the briefcases handcuffed to themselves. That's so awesome. That's so crazy. Frank thinks they can have uh, no, your Honus Wagner T206 in there. You never know. Exactly. That's true. That's true. What other uh, new products have you guys been working on over there at Ultra Pro? Oh, we've, I've, I've, we have this beautiful and I when I say beautiful I, I can't even I can't even describe how beautiful it is um, it's a ball and card acrylic holder okay and as many of the people in hobby recognize that there's always been a one piece it's it's um, a ball and card design and the card sits horizontally I mean I'm sorry it sits vertically so you have the ball and then the card next to it. So, and it's all acrylic piece, two pieces of plastic screwed together with six screws. Yes. Throughout the many years, I've always been asked, I have so many horizontal cards. Uh, Can't you make this somehow to accommodate a horizontal card? Well, with Frank being so focused now on the sports line, we've actually had some new designers and engineers that have joined our company, and they made this absolutely gorgeous piece i cannot wait for it to be introduced to the market um where i pushed frank yesterday because we're now we're in production stages with this packaging is being finalized and i said okay now i need my puck so Uh. i'm already jumping to the puck and i don't have the ball out on the market yet but um we will have this probably in february to the market and it's a new designed um uh, ball and card holder so where the it could be if you stand it on edge it will accommodate the card being horizontal uh, and if you put it uh, flat it will be in a vertical format oh, so, perfect so it's one all in one so you, now you can do it either way um, and I will get an image so that maybe you guys can put that up but it is absolutely a gorgeous design it's a really really nice piece um, we've shown it to some um, industry professionals and they're they're it's innovative it's just like this is finally like an update in what was really needed to awesome. to, to this type of a product that's great yeah because everything seems it was kind of stale yeah you, know, you well, see the same thing all the time like sure. so that's very cool awesome and there's there's a lot of guys that like to put those pieces together absolutely you know, if you if you have absolutely. a say if you have a roberto clemente autograph you right. and you have a you know a bob clemente card you might want to put them together yep. now you can do it the one that's horizontal there you go. Or Sandy Koufax rookie. There you go. There that's you right. Go. Sandy Koufax rookie is horizontal. It's, it's horizontal. Right there. See, see, like what I did. She's dropping knowledge. <laughs> um, you guys also, uh, 
you guys have some new sizes of one touches, some bigger ones. I saw those on your website. Um, Guys, they they look huge. Can you tell us about them? The comic one. It's, yeah. it's actually we we designed one for comic and it's doing extremely well for us. Um, so it will hold. It it actually holds your current size comic inside of what we call a comic preserver. So that's a board and bag kind of combination. So okay. when you put your current comic into that, it fits. It has diamond corners, just like a a one touch has. Um, if you decide not to use a comic preserver, then a silver size comic will fit in there without the preserver. So it'll accommodate both the silver and the current size. Nice. That's so very cool. It's um, very innovative, isn't it? Yeah. It is very cool, man, because you just, gosh, they're so hard to display. They are. That's, that's yes. awesome. And, it, it, and it actually has a hook on the back of it that you can actually hang it if you wanted to put it on your wall. So. What? Man. I got to get a hold of something. You got all these like two for one deals, man. You buy something, you got like eight uses for it. It's awesome. It's awesome. That's, that's very We're going to have to in the future send you guys over some samples so you can actually be physically holding it when we have this call. You know, uh, you, Frank was up in Toronto when we were up there last he month. He always takes care of us. And mm-hmm. he had a lot of samples up there. I didn't see one of these though. No. So uh, maybe oh. maybe I'm going to have we'll to. Make sure we get one too. Yeah, yeah man, I have to see him next time. I'll get one of those. There you go. Um, uh, also, you guys had so, some, some. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, and he's also added um, a 260-point one-touch, yeah. and he's yeah. added a tobacco one-touch. That's what I was going to uh, um, ask about there yeah. next. Those the things. Real one, a real tobacco one-touch. So not before we did inserts, where you took a, just a regular one-touch, and you could put a blackboard or insert to accommodate a, a tobacco card, he's actually made a tobacco one-touch. So now it just frames the tobacco card. That's okay. awesome. Very That's cool. all I'm on the website. They look so, they look so nice. Uh, those like a Honus Wagner's and them. It, it right, right. just, it's a mock-up obviously, but still mm-hmm. it's, it's still uh very, very nice. It, it pops very nicely. Uh, yeah. and I'm gonna tell you something. I'm going to, I'm going to be a little bit biased here. I think ultra pro for me, not just because you guys are sponsoring the last couple of shows or anything like that, but ultra <laughs> pro is really, it's you're, you're my go-to product for my, my supplies. And I know, but I know where you stand, whether it's ultra pro or BCW or, you know, whoever is out there, that you just want to make sure that you're getting the right products to to the customers, and because I've heard you I've heard you uh, talk about sales and uh, you know that those products up by the cash register and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So this Christmas, this Christmas season, this holiday season, um, why why should our listeners be looking for what for Ultra Pro? I mean, other than you're the best in the business, I said it for you. You don't have to say it, but uh, what what are you guys offering this Christmas uh, that that uh, our our collectors can be using? Well, I think, um, boy, I, I, I think that the best part of the holiday season is when you're home with your family. Sure. And um, if, the, you know, let's, dad, mom wants to share their collection with the next generation, you know, the, around the, the table, going to the store, to their favorite hobby store, and picking up a new album, some fresh pages, and then putting their collection together as a family unit, then they can actually look at, oh, this is missing. And then they can have that fun of going out and, you know, searching for the missing set card or something like that. I think it's just reconnecting. Sure. Our products are there to um, to really enhance and protect what you should be loving anyways. This is why people collect their cards. It's not always about an investment, which we say protect your investment, but at the same time, it's about sharing that memory or in, um, having people enjoy and find, um, you know, that card. And it's, it's the search for things because sometimes you can't find what it is that you're looking for. And it's when they open up um, a box 
at at a hobby shop and they sort through the cards and they're like, that's the one that I needed. You know, sure. just that, that excitement that they feel and they can share that as a family. It's more, that's what I would think. I think Ultra Pro means family. And for people to spend that time together, um, as far as new products that they can, absolutely. I mean, you have the carrying case that's on the market. The ball and card acrylic holder is not on the market yet, so that would be for the kids to be able to, when they get their Christmas money, they can go sure, buy it the following sure. month. <laughs> but, um, but for what they can do together is just really, you know, be together and right. share share your joys. And that's how we're going to pass this industry down to the next generation. We always talk about that. But I think it's very important for us to to keep that alive. That's very cool. She's right, man. She didn't know this, obviously, but one of the best gifts I ever got as uh-huh. a kid was I got I got a uh, a box of ninety ninety one hoops basketball. Okay, and a box of Ultra Pro pages. There you go. <laughs> and she's she's right. You flip through there. Oh, I need this. I right. need this because yep. you don't fill up all the pages, right? Right. If you're putting them in set order, you don't you don't you, you skip the spot. Right. You skip the spot. So right. uh, being able to sit down with your uh, with your dad, or in this case, it was with my dad, and we flip through that, and okay, I need I need four fifty. I need you know three ninety or whatever. Right, right. It was fun to do. So she's completely right on that, and. Uh, I, I I hope that kids all around the hobby get to experience something like that. You forget how popular the nine pocket pages is. They re- yes. they really are. They are, man. My kids love it. You yeah. Know, because like I, you know, I, they have boxes and they have the little the soft sleeves and stuff like that. But there's nothing better than that, that page because they're just learning now how to use a notebook anyway at school. Sure. You know, so now they think it's really cool. They have their school notebook and then their their card notebook. Sure. So it's good stuff. How do you th- what do you think about that, Lynn? I I think that all of them are very important. I mean, look, we're a U.S. manufacturer, and those pages are made right out my window. And I'm as I'm talking to you, I am looking at those machines making the pages. And I, like you said, I've been here. This February is going to be 31 years. And I I sometimes go, whoa, is there enough pages in in the market? Is I'm going to wake up one day and say, no one needs another nine pocket page, but. We keep improving and they keep growing and it is the number one brand and people love it. And I just, you know, hope that that continues forever and ever and ever onto the next generations. Um, they're going to, you know what they're really going to love too is that Frank has got, oh, three new portfolios. Okay. And they're designed. One is a baseball portfolio. So it's kind of like the album that we already made that looks like a baseball. It's got the, a red stitching on it. Okay. Um, so we've done that as a portfolio. It's got the clear pages, side loading so that the cards will not fall out through the top of the, uh, the card. Um, front and back you can see so you can read your card. He also has the, a window portfolio. So you can put your favorite card in the middle pocket of the nine pocket and mm-hmm. Then you know what set you have there. So he's come up with some really cool, fun portfolio, uh, premium style portfolio for the hobby sports side. It's really, it's exciting, and that that extends our nine pocket image. That's awesome, man. Frank is all over it. He is, man. He, <laughs> he is, is on top of things. <laughs> he is. He's always thinking. You you've mentioned uh, you mentioned the sports side of things. We've talked about the comic side of things. What about the non sport for the gamers out there? What do you got for the gamers this season? Oh gosh, <laughs> we're crazy with gaming. Uh, gosh, we're doing so many things. Um, uh, for Magic, for Pokemon, uh, Pokemon's got a, I got a whole new line of Pokeball premium uh, leatherette products. Um, for so for them, 
we got a new one that's going to be coming out. I just met with Pokemon yesterday, so I'm, I, I can't really mention that one yet because I have to wait for their final approval, but they loved it. <laughs> Sweet. Um, we have new boxes that are going to be hitting the market. We've got a whole revamp of our magic flip boxes. Um, we have a new design that's called an alcove. The flap opens all the way, um, and it's got a double thumb notch so that you can vertically remove your cards with one hand. So it's really a nice um, added value feature to that type of a product. It holds 100-plus cards, so people have been asking for more and more uh, boxes to be designed bigger. Our Eclipse sleeves that are just the number one um, on the Tellurian um, Professor show we got an A plus. We're the only company that's ever received that type of a grade um, wow. from an online reviewer. But we make those in the U.S. We've gone to double shifts on them just to try to get enough product into the market. It's it's really we've been blessed. Uh, I, I can't say how excited I am about the um, how people have received our products and we continue to design and develop and. And again, I think um, I've said this once before, is I really just want the right product to the market and for the consumers. As long as they're protecting and using, you know, things for their collection, that's that's the goal. So I think you, you well, you guys are achieving that. So right. <laughs> you're doing a real good job. Um, one one last product I want to ask you about is uh, I've seen them. I haven't got to use any of them, but uh, the the Funko Pop protector that you guys put out it's a box that you put you like, those are so cool they're I've freaking seen sweet they're aren't awesome. they yeah they're good that was a, a you know what that's just right that's that's good timing on your guys's part funko is a is a part of the hobby that is really taken off over the last two years and for you guys to come out with something like that uh, a hard a hard protection like that for it it, it helps it helps uh, tremendously protect your collection so good job lynn yeah, we actually have two. We have two uh, of those holders. We have one that's an acetate that just is a much thinner design, right. so it's just for like a quick protection. And then we have the hard case uh, slide for it as right. well. That's so. Those are and awesome. And then for the people that like to take their their pop out of the box, which you know some do. Some do. Um, true. We also it we have our what we call our softball holder. It actually fits inside the softball holder. So we've actually cross-branded it to hold a pop and to hold a softball and to hold some, some miniatures because L5R has come out with a bunch of miniatures. So people are buying up that softball holder for many different reasons. I think the, the just the key thing to, to remember here, Paul, is that Ultra Pro has got you covered for all your protection needs. Yeah, whatever you need. Whatever man. you need. It's, it's I'm going to steal that. I love it. I love that comment. <laughs> you know, uh, said by the fat packs. Just quote the fat packs, okay, and we'll, we'll be good. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're we're kind of up against it, but before we let you out of here, Lynn, I want to uh, mention. Uh, you guys have been a, a sponsor for our last two shows, most, mostly because it's that time of year again. It's t- tis the season to give, and uh, we are running our second annual. Uh, 12 days of ultra pro we're on day six right now if you haven't been a part of this uh, on social media i'm sorry you need to get a get to be a part of it first 12 i'm uh, sorry first 11 days you guys are giving us uh, a 50 dollars prize pack to give away and on that 12th day we are getting a 200 dollars prize pack that is up last year from 150 dollars frank said let's let's go big let's go do 200 and here's the thing paul and if you, you'll remember this I, I know you will um the 50 dollars prize point 
last year well, they were not fifty. It, it was it was way more than way fifty dollars. So Frank Ultra, was just like just yeah. stuffing that thing full of stuff. Ultra man. Pro was really hooking it up. So uh, I want to thank you for uh, helping us uh, promote that to the hobby. Uh, you guys have been a, a great supporter of our show, and I just really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, and and I wish you and all your listeners uh, a very happy holiday season. Awesome, thank, thank you, you very so much, much, Lynn. Uh, uh, we'll we'll catch up at the. Are you going to come to the industry summit here in Dallas? Yes, yes, I will be at that. Awesome, Perfect. we'll catch up then. Okay. All right, sounds good. All right, you thank have you. Have a great rest of your day. You all right, too. You too Stay man. safe. Okay. Take care. Right. Bye bye. This is RBI Crew Seven from St. Louis, Missouri, and you're listening to Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. All right, Paul, we're done with those two interviews. Back-to-back, uh, -back, Ryan Bannister from RBI Crew 7 talking about all the hockey cards that he doesn't sell in his, his shop. <laughs> that poor guy, man. That poor guy. Uh, and uh, Lynn LaPlaca from uh, Los Angeles out there at Ultra Pro. So cool. Sweet, 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 Lynn. Uh, again, thoughts and prayers with the, with all fires, the Fires, man, not getting fires. any better out there. It's not crazy. And then I went to go get some water, and I did find Ryan Crack now. Trader Crack's out in the hallway, roaming around, done with his meetings. Nice. And he's going to join us these, this last segment. So I, I said that we, we wanted to get him on, but we were too we, everything was busy, but now he's here. So what's up, Ryan? I'm in Dallas. You're in Dallas, man. How did you get to Dallas? It's pretty far south for you. I, I apparently rode on the ice plane or something because it's cold down here. This is, this is West Coast Canada weather. This is West Coast Canada weather. Um, this is your first time in Dallas? This is my first time in Dallas. Man, wow. what, are you, what are you thinking so far? I can't give an opinion of Dallas because I've seen freeways so far. Okay. And uh, right. it's been a busy couple days of meetings and, and stuff like that. So I haven't seen much of Dallas yet. Okay. All right. Well, he's going out tonight, though. Is he going out tonight? He's going out tonight. Is he going out tonight? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just playing. I don't know. That. I don't know. He's going out tonight. That's funny. He's going out tonight. That's funny. So uh, this is uh, this is Beckett Whatevs. It's our final segment of the week, and uh, we get to talk about, well, whatever we want to talk about. Love this section. Yeah, no love time. it. Love it, too. Love it, too. So uh, first thing we wanted to talk about before... Before we get your thoughts on kind of this, the year in review on, on sports cards and stuff like that, is this guy Otani from Japan. You heard of him? A little bit, a little yeah, bit. A little bit. So he's narrowed his teams down to seven. And uh, Paul and I were looking seven, seven teams. <laughs> Must be nice to have those kind of choices. No kidding, right? right. <laughs> he's, he's already eliminated two, right? Yeah. Two or three. Well, he's eliminated like Well, I mean, obviously the other 15, 23, right? Right. But. Yeah, so... Um, Paul and I were looking at it, and we're talking about the collectability of Otani uh, from these teams' perspectives. Now, first of all, there is that Bowman Chrome card out there, right? It is from the Mega Box. From the Mega Box That's that, out there that didn't wasn't supposed to get released, but it got out there. Got out there. No, got, I, think, I think it was all good. No, they never gave us. Did they give an official line on that that it wasn't supposed to be? Well, they stopped. They, they stopped, stopped production, production, and then they restarted it. But he was still later. in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, they spelled his name wrong, so that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. That's okay. Anyways, <laughs> here we are now. Uh, winter meetings start on Sunday. Little little known fact about Ryan Crack now, Mr. Trader Cracks, is he's a baseball guy. So uh, let's get your thoughts on the collectability of some of these teams. We'll just start with the Angels. If, if Otani goes to the Angels, does that do anything for his collecting value? Well... Let's start it out this way. Anything that he does okay. is going to be hot next year. Yeah. Like we already have, we had our Aaron Judge this year, our Cody Bellingers, mainly Aaron Judge. Uh, we have that already for next year, no matter what, and that's going to be Otani. So, um, you know, going to the Angels, 
I think that's kind of there's there's a baseline. The Angels would be a little bit above, but you could see someone like Mike Trout benefit from that because now all of a sudden there's more name recognition. Uh, you've got Pujols on that team who's going to be hitting you know some milestones over the next couple of years. Sure. So when you when you combine with those guys, you'll get some conversation going. As far as you know, ceiling, I would say it's lower than some teams, but higher than others. Okay. Yeah, because Kevin mm-hmm. Maytain just went there. Kevin, yeah, from and, the from the Braves. And his right? stuff is just it's just dropping now, huh? Yeah. Because there was that so, week or so that it was really hot. It was really hot because there was they didn't know where he was going to go. Sure. You know they didn't know where he was going to end up. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes if he were to go. To I the don't Angels. think he's going to the Angels. You don't know, not the Angels. Okay, so uh, let's let's stay on the West Coast and go to the Giants. Uh, a huge Japanese population there in the San Francisco area. That makes sense. Um, nice ballpark, probably the best par- ballpark left of the seven teams on the list. But does did him going to the Giants do anything for you? I think so. You think a, so? A little, not huge, but if you if you go through history with Willie Mays and Barry Bonds, there there is a history of a strong collecting base there. Okay. Um, I you know the other thing with the Giants is they it sounds like they're the front run front runners for Giancarlo Stanton as well. Sure. So the one two punch there. <sighs> I, I'm excited about that as a baseball fan. Uh, so, but doesn't Giancarlo want to go to the Dodgers? I haven't spoken with him yeah, uh, not, recently. Not since. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know for sure, but it, all the conversations that I hear in Canada lead to San Francisco. Lead to San Francisco. Well, then the Dodgers are also on this list as well, which obviously that makes, a, from a collecting standpoint, the Dodgers are one of the top five Huge. teams. Right? So, huge. Huge. I, I would say with the Dodgers, the only drawback with the Dodgers, and I say this as a West Coaster myself, is if you look at how some guys play in the hobby, sure, West Coast guys actually kind of get underplayed, right? Because the people on the East Coast don't see them play as much. That's it's so that like that is the only teams. drawback. Yeah. But it's if you're gonna be a West Coast team, it's the Dodgers, and surrounded by with that insane team. The only other drawback that I could see there is a bit of backlash because you know the Dodgers are almost like the Yankees in the National League at this point with with all the guys that they have and you know their payroll's huge so that's an easy thing to look at they they're easier to hate uh, to a certain extent i say that as a somewhat dodgers fan okay. go expos rip expos <laughs> <laughs> but even in the hatred though like a lot of people hate the yankees but they're respect they're like crazy collectible so yes. right right one of the dodgers i think would be the the best one of the best situations for them. so then the cubs obviously is the the it's, top of this yeah list, it has right? to be one two i would think between yeah. those two teams as far as far as collectors that are going to go out and pay yeah top dollar for the stuff absolutely for sure. I, cubs, I, cubs fans are rabid yeah they are i don't see him landing in chicago though i don't see him in chicago no, either he's not no. a windy city kind of guy no so then the, one of the other teams are our our hometown rangers which they have a good end. They have a good relationship with. They actually started talking to him when he was in high school. Right, right. So they have a good end there. He knows. He knows the front office staff. They 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 do very well in Japan. Uh, this might be a money situation though with with the Rangers. But they have a good bit of money freed up at the moment. At the moment. At the moment, they have a lot of money freed up. So it just depends on where they want to go with yeah. it. But so. from a collectible stand standpoint, no one collects the Rangers. 
No, I mean, I even mean, your Adrian, Darvish didn't yeah. didn't command that that huge collectability. So I, I think it's Adrian Beltre and Nolan Ryan for for the earlier yeah nineties. That's but, about it. But even some of their their rookies don't get a lot of love. Mazzara and yeah. uh, uh, Tavares, you know, they they don't get a whole lot of love right, right. now in right. the hobby. And they're both good ball players. They just don't get a lot of love. So that leaves us with two teams, and uh, both of these teams are probably the likely front runners. But none of them. I don't. Th- either one of these teams don't really have this that huge collecting standpoint either, but one does more so than the other with the Mariners. Mariners with King Griffey Jr. and and Edgar and Randy and all that. I mean, Ichiro. Ichiro yeah. They have that Japanese history. What well, and uh, I'm gonna. I know. I know Trader Cracks is a, is a Mariner guy. So uh, go ahead, Ryan. You know, <laughs> the Mariners might not have the huge fan base. Uh, you know, even a collecting base as the Yankees and everything else. But let's look back over the last 30 years. You know, Ken Griffey Jr. is probably the biggest guy sure. in the hobby. Yeah. He played in Seattle. You know, Ichiro, he was, you know, especially when he first came over here. Um, you, th- there's a certain segment of collectors that we see over here. Ichiro was a global phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, I remember going to Seattle for the Fan Fest in 2001. Oh, the and Ichiro game. was everywhere. Yeah. And so Seattle, you know, it's proven. A-Rod, even to this day for retired guys, maybe because he just pops up a lot and he should be in the Hall of Fame this year. Edgar Martinez, Edgar Martinez. is solid. Yeah, you know, good. lots of solid guys. Um, not traditional by any means. But the Mariners are proven in the hobby, or at least they've had some really, really, really good players come through in the last 25 years. All right. That leaves us with the Padres. And if it's not Tony Gwynn, I don't think it matters, right? I mean, I can't name too many Padres. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that, that collectible. Ozzy you know I mean? Smith rookie. Ozzy uh, Smith rookie card, yeah. But most yeah, of his collectability was, yeah. all, yeah. Yeah, it was all cardinals. You know, I, I, I love the Padres to a certain level. Um, but from a collectible standpoint, I, I got to say that's all on Otani there. Yeah. It's not it's not the team necessarily itself, um, but he will raise maybe their profile. Yeah, maybe he'll set the change things for the collectability of the Padres. You know, Gee, you know, I don't think I can name Trevor Hoffman. Is it Trevor? Am I getting that right? Yeah, Trevor yeah, Hoffman. Trevor Hoffman. Yeah. One of the undervalued guys out there. I yeah, think. I, yeah. I think so. I mean, too. they have some some rookies and some prospects, but again, they don't they don't command anywhere near. The money that some of these other guys do. Trey Turner when he was, you know, a prospect, and then they got yeah. Yeah. Like he, well, he was out the door pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, he <laughs> sure was. All right. So uh, from a collectible standpoint, I think we we are in agreement that it's going to be uh, Cubs, Dodgers, number one and two, and then everybody else after that. From a collecting standpoint, wise, now what he's going to do is really up to him. It's, He'll uh, probably sign with none of those teams. Yeah. And pick an eighth, eighth team <laughs> and to I, be I think a lot of it, too, where we'll see from the collectible standpoint is what happens in years two and three. Sure. Because as rookies next year, everyone's going to be chasing them. Right. No matter what that uniform is that he's wearing, no matter you know what team it is. Okay. So it's you know years two and three. Let's revisit it. Good point. Good point. All right. Uh, we got you in here for a few more minutes. So let's talk about... Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on just kind of the 2017 year interview. What, what in in your your hobby head? What was the what were the best products of 2017? I mean, if you had to give me top three products of 2017, uh, go off the top of my head. <laughs> that red hair, he liked you red wave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say he liked the red waves. Uh, top three products. Are we talking any specific sport? Or any, or all any, sports, any, all, all sports, together. Yeah. anything, all together. What 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 did you buy? What did you want to go get? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. He lives in Canada. That's right. He doesn't buy anything. It's, it's hard to come by up there, uh, so I see a lot of hockey. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, speaking of, of hockey, I think, you know, Austin Matthews in the past yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, so Upper Deck Series 1 was huge everywhere, still is. Uh, that yeah. has to be a big one. Uh, the one that it's already big to start with, uh, but I think it kind of went to another level this year, uh, was Topps Heritage Baseball. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, it's the Aaron Judge effect. You know, everything in baseball, baseball was strung across the board this year. Um, and I've heard that from collectors. I've heard that from dealers. Even if Aaron Judge didn't happen, it was still a really, really good year for baseball. But what I noticed in Topps Heritage was um, you're seeing the, the Heritage autographs are, are really getting accepted in kind of a long-term mm-hmm. sort of way. Um, where, you know, where, whereas the Bowman Chrome autograph has been really, really big, some of those are getting really priced out now. So collectors are looking for something else that's a little bit more affordable. Uh, so I saw Heritage get a bump that way. Um, the, you know, the new kid on the block, it has only been out for a week now, eight days, but I, I'm astounded by it right now has been prison basketball. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, prison, what is it? $300 a box now? Is it really? I yeah, think so. More, yeah. Blowout. Some of the bigger ones like blowout have it. It's like 325, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, you know, so that one deserves attention because that, yes, it's $325, 300, whatever it is. Um, it's not one of those really, really, from a production standpoint, high-end products. It's it's cards in right. in kind of this pure form. Uh, you know, of course, you're chasing all the parallels in that, but uh, yeah, those silvers are unbelievable. Just the base I was looking at some of those. Print. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, some of the guys are four hundred dollars right now. Tatum, Ball, they're all four hundred dollars mm. just for a base. Simmons Prism. last year. Is, yeah, Simmons is, you know, $1,200, $1,300. Yeah. So, Unbelievable. you know, the Prism brand for basketball, it's it's kind of hit that point where it's been around long enough and it's starting to build even further, I guess snowball might be the word, on on its brand history. Sweet. Okay. So what would you think that the biggest like the biggest trend in the hobby right now is? Is, is, it, is it breaking? Is it... Uh, I, I, I guess it is breaking. Is it Facebook groups? Is it, um, you know, something we don't going on in Canada? Yeah, we don't know about. What's going on in Canada? Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, the guys, big, we were just in Canada. But, the the biggest know. trend in the hobby. Oh man, is you it, know, but that that's the thing. That's honestly a really, and this isn't a cop out at all. Um, it is I think the hobby over the last decade, fifteen years, uh, the greatest one of its greatest strengths is that it's kind of split off into allow collectors to collect how they want to. So if they want to break, they can break. If they want to go trade or talk on a Facebook group, they can do that. For me, I, lo- I love interacting on Twitter because it's just instantaneous. Sure. Right? Um, you know, but that's just me. And I'm, I'm even feeling that, uh, you know, Twitter, I, I don't know if it's plateaued or not. I, I don't think so. I think it's here to stay. Um, but I am definitely, you know, you mentioned Facebook groups. I've joined a few of those myself in the last six months just to casually, you know, it's, it's more specific sure. to what I like. So. Sure. All right, man. All right. Final question. We'll let you off the hook. Did you, you really see- going to ask him that? <laughs> really? Really. Oh, okay. Did you see the drunk possum? 
No. Okay. All right. Oh, he didn't see it. <laughs> this yeah. is all right. Uh, this is uh, again Becca Whatevs. We talk about whatever we want to, and we are taking a trip to the Animal Kingdom for one of the last times this year. I'm sure. Well, we got a couple more, uh, a couple more weeks in the in the in the year here, but we got a couple more chances to get the Animal Kingdom in. But this is my favorite part of Whatevs is I get to talk about the Animal Kingdom. Uh, Dateline. Guess where? Oh man, West Virginia, Florida. Oh, okay, <laughs> everything happens in Florida. Everything That's happens right. in Florida. Uh, just because you eat trash all week doesn't mean you shouldn't drink like a king once in a while. Amen. It, it turns out the Florida Panhandle possum. Do you go possum or opossum? Oh, possum. Possum. Yeah, forget the. O. Yeah, forget the. O. Oh, it's a possum. That's more <laughs> yeah. how that came from. Really, uh, that became a social media hit after it broke into a liquor store and drank a 750 milliliter bottle of uh, Cavassier cognac. Not bourbon, as originally re- reported by employees at the Cash Liquors on Liquors said Monday. The bottle set the store back $30, $30 hardly a steep price for all the p- publicity it received when the story went viral over the weekend. The young female opossum, opossum, became a social media hit Saturday when the Northwest Florida Daily News published a story detailing the marsupial's late-night escapades in the Fort Walton Beach, Florida liquor store and nearly week-long stint in a wildlife rescue <laughs> refuge that spent nursing what must have been a wicked hangover. So basically, Holy he, he had to, the, or she had to go to rehab. She had to go to rehab that's, because that's, she... That's a rough night. She, uh, she came in from the outside and was up in the rafters. And when she came through, she knocked out, she knocked a bottle of liquor off the shelf, said the store owner, Cash Moore. Cash Moore? What a good name that is. So a liquor store? Heck oh, yeah. yeah. Who told the Northwest Florida Daily News the opossum the opossum had gotten drunk on bourbon? When she got down on the floor, she drank the whole damn bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, if you, I mean, it was thirsty. It was probably cold outside. Yeah. You know, Florida's usually warm. It's probably one of the colder nights. Went inside and warmed itself up. A liquor store and had employee, to go to rehab. <laughs> a liquor store employee found the opossum uh, in the store November twenty fourth, the day after Thanksgiving. So basically, it was a fa- it was a bad family day. It was, and he was just like, I'm getting drunk. I'm this out. Is a, I'm uh, out. Um, at Fort Walton Beach Police Department, officer took the took the possum to the Emerald Coast Wildlife Ref, Refuge, where it was given fluids. No, <laughs> fluids. Okay. Was the possum okay? The possum made it, but here's a here's a picture of the of the possum, and it is drunk, drunker than uh, skunk. Yeah, drunker than a skunk. You're very good there. Wow. Uh, that's man. To That's come crazy. in, and possums are scary-looking animals in the first oh, place. Amen. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like an oversized rat. Yeah, it is. It's a big one. Um, just, no, I don't want any part of the possum Not being a, drunk. Especially a drunk one, yeah. But um, That's kind of funny, though. That was funny. Um, good luck to the possum. I hope it makes it. I hope it makes, yeah, I hope it gets back to his family and hope they work it all out. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> whatever it was. She didn't have enough Black Friday money to buy the bottle. She's just like, I'm just going to drink I'm it. I'm going to drink it. That's Whatever. Good deal. But Ryan's like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, that's, he looks like that right now. He does. A <laughs> little bit. Little bit. Yeah. Country like songs that. running through my head. Like uh, possum or something uh, like that. Uh, nice. Awesome. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap it up because we have some box breaks to do. And I think Mr. Payne was looking for Mr. Crack now. So uh, we want to get Ryan on a couple of box breaks. Paul, good week. Feeling yeah, better? Yeah, you're, you're abs- You were out I last was week. so glad I was done, man. So, uh, all right. I was done, but glad, I'm back. Glad to have you back this week. Uh, yes, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. And until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Drake.
Thank you.